Well, God bless everyone. Thank you all for joining us tonight. You know, just as the prayers were going forth and even as Pastor Erica was reading there, what I began to hear the Lord say, he said, um, get plugged in. It's time to get plugged in and prepare to be empowered for victory. He said, um, he said that um, you are victorious because of the spirit, because of his spirit that lives within you. So, you know, even this week, uh, well, actually this weekend, um, between yesterday and this afternoon, and so um, the Lord really began to um, share upon me that there is this uh, fight that is going on. Many in the body of Christ has been in a time of fighting. And, and, and when I say fighting, I mean of a spiritual nature. There has been a lot of things that has been coming at many that is listening right now at this moment. But I want to encourage you, the Lord wants you to be encouraged in this. As it said, get, get a plugged in and in a prepare to be empowered for victory. Be empowered for victory. He's saying, fight the good fight of faith. Fight the good fight of faith. Think it not strange that there has been this onslaught. Uh, 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 um, it started off with a subtle attack, and it seemed like here lately, even in this past week, this past weekend, things have begun to turn up. Like the uh, fight has begun to turn up, but it's important as we get ready to go through of this word that you understand who you are and really begin to not only who you are, but who the spirit of God is that is inside of you because you are victorious. Yeah. You are victorious. And as the Lord said, you are victorious because of his spirit that is living and dwelling inside of you. Amen. So let's go to the book of Colossians chapter three. Colossians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. Colossians chapter 3, verses 2 and 3. As you are turning there, uh, um, um, understand, but know that God is calling you, calling us as a people to walk forth in victory, to walk forth in victory. So in Colossians chapter Three, verses two and three. It says, set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead and your life is hid, is, is hid with Christ in God. So, right. And so in this, right, do not get distracted by the warfare that you are facing. Do not get distracted by the warfare. For there is a warfare that is going on. It is real. It's a real war. Now, sometimes, and what happens, and so I really want to, to I'm really encourage you, and I'm sure we know this, but sometimes it's good to just have a, a reminder that we are not fighting against flesh and blood, that we do not get distracted by the warfare and thinking that, and thinking in our minds, we are getting distracted by the things that we see with our natural eyes. And we begin to look at different people in different circumstances that are going on. And we say, well, why, now, now why are they doing X, Y, and Z? 
They should know better than that. They have alternative motives. But I want you to understand, behind every situation, everything, there is, we are spirits, right? So it's very important that, again, that as said in the word, that we set our affections on things above and not on this earth, mm-hmm. right? Set them on above, for um, ye are dead, meaning in our natural sense, in our sinful nature, we are dead. God had, uh, God, Christ has um, has has um, renewed us. It says, and your life is hid with Christ in God. Now, I want you to keep this in mind. Hid with Christ in God as we go forth. Remember, you are hid with Christ in God. Now, the thing is, y'all, we are on a journey, all, all of us. Our life is a journey mm-hmm. from, as they say, from cradle, from um, the cradle to the grave. We are on a journey. This is the way that all of us are going in life. This is the way that we are going. This is a journey. The life is a journey. But the thing, even with our life being a journey, right, uh, um, we are forever going through a process of being transformed. Now, as we saw as a little child, most of the time, you know, when a child is little, you know, from week to week, it seems like that child is just growing and changing. Their facial features are changing, hair growing, everything's growing. And as we get a little older, it seems like the process kind of slows down a little bit. But in the natural wheel, we are always transforming. But not only in the natural, but spiritually. Spiritually, we are transforming whether we try to or not. Get this, whether we try or not. Because we are either going, either are we going one way or the other. We are becoming more like Jesus Christ. We are transforming more into his image, into his likeness. Or we are transforming to our, uh, um, the worldly ways, the natural things, the things that's going where we think is the natural things around us, but they are really spiritually backed, right? We are conforming in the image of Christ. Or we are conforming to the image or transforming in the image of the world. Now, the thing with it is, this is in our hands. It's our choice. Are we dedicating time to the Father? Or are we spending time in his word? Are we spending time uh, um, um, in his word, in prayer, in a fasting? Are we conforming? Are we changing? Are we transforming into more and more into his image? So when people look at you, you don't even have to say, I'm a believer, I'm a Christian. They can see it on you. They can see it on you. Or are they going to be like, oh, you're a Christian? Like they question like, whoa, wait a minute. You're doing the same thing I'm doing. In fact, you're doing worse than I'm doing. You call yourself a believer. So again, it's a process. Either are y'all, we are constantly transforming. We are transforming in his image or we are, are, are being conformed to the world. All right. All right, God. When he was saying transformers, people I'm um, saying about us transforming, I definitely I heard, remember uh, you remember the I don't for some of you might remember the uh, show Transformers and it said more that that than that meets the eye, and and the, the transformer it would be like a robot robot but then it could transform into a vehicle, 
And when it was a vehicle that no one said it was a robot, when it was standing up like a robot, nobody said, oh, that's a vehicle because it had, it would transform into what it's supposed to be. And we are supposed to be transforming into the who Christ is. Like it's not supposed to be a, wait, what is that? No, you know what it is because it, it's transformed. And so the father wants us, our minds to be renewed. You know, he wants us to walk a different way. He wants us to see in the spirit, see, and he, and we can through him, through him, or else we will allow what we see to dictate and what happens around us to dictate how we act or how we are mood, what, what emotion we're going to have. And it's not that we are puppets. It's nothing like that. So, you know, most definitely the heavenly father gives us emotion. You know, he gives us feeling, he gives us all those things, but he wants all those things to be ruled by the Holy ghost, by the Holy spirit, that when things happen before you are shaken or before you are tumbled over, that you you'll be able to um, have a, a, a little um, a talk with Jesus, <laughs> you know, um, that you and the Holy Spirit can can co connect, so that you will stay in the place hidden in Christ. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's right, hidden in Christ, hidden in Christ, hidden in Christ. Do you know when we really get in that place and we really become hidden in Christ, the enemy can't detect us? I mean, he and uh, he can throw things our way. He can throw things our way, but it's important that we get hidden in Christ because when we are hidden in Christ, the things, the things that he does, it won't phase us like that. It won't phase us like that. When we get hidden in Christ, we are hidden in him. We are hidden in him. The Rochers can run into the strong tower and they are safe when we are hidden in him. But let me tell you something. True transformation begins when the word of God becomes our absolute reality. Mm -hmm. When the word of God is our absolute reality. Because when the word of God becomes your absolute reality, your perception or your viewpoint of things change. Mm -hmm. So your viewpoint, like when you are sitting right here and I'm looking out, and I'm looking and I'm seeing different things. This is my viewpoint. But when God's word becomes my reality, my a perception of my viewpoint changes. Mm -hmm. So tonight we are speaking from the title of Opposing viewpoints, opposing viewpoints. Now, the first viewpoint that I want us to take a look at is the is the verse. Okay, the first viewpoint I want us to take a look at is on the vantage point. V a n t a g e vantage, our vantage point. And if you're taking notes, please write it down. I'm going to talk about the vantage point, V-A-N-T-A-G-E, vantage point. Now, I want to give you um, uh, um, just regular definition for um, vantage point. A vantage point 
is a place, especially a high place, that provides a good, clear view of an area. Let me say that again. Your vantage point is a place, especially a high place, mm -hmm. that provides a good, clear view of an area. Now, when a lot of times, you know, during my time in the military, you know, and we learned, you know, we were trained, you know, in warfare. And so many times, well, and many times when I look at spiritual warfare, I look at natural warfare. Because to me, they parallel. Mm -hmm. the Some of the same techniques that we fought regular war in today is the same. Some I see some of the I see some similarities of how the enemy operates, and you begin to notice things. You can be able to um, detect the enemy's movement. So with this vantage point, you know, especially a high place, that's when you are up high and you can have a clear view of an area. And, and what God would be really beginning to show me, he uh, began to show me like an, um, an airplane with the top of um, uh, radar system. They can fly real high and they can scan the ground. They can see the battlefield. They can see afar off. They can see all around and they can communicate. <laughs> they can communicate from way up above thousands and thousands of feet in the air. They can communicate to ground forces what's going on out of their point of view <laughs> out of from um their point of view my god so let and with that being said again vantage point a place especially a high place that provides a good clear view of an area so let's go to the text let's go to ephesians chapter 1 verses 17 through 23 Ephesians chapter 1, verses 17 through 23. Okay, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17 through 23. It says that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. For far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that 
which is to come and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. Thank you. So I want to bring your attention to verse 21. It says, far above all. <laughs> far above all. What I see when I read that, I see a vantage point. He is far above. He's in a high place, mm -hmm. far above. He's in a high place, far above. It's all principalities, powers, might, dominion, and everything that is named. Mm -hmm. That's where Christ is. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's in that vantage point, in that in on that place. Now, now, okay, you have the so a vantage point. We talk about a natural vantage point, but spiritually, he he is positioned in a place of power because see, a natural war, whomever can rule in the air, they can win the battle. <laughs> Just make a mental note of that. Whomever can rule the air in natural warfare, they can rule the battle. So it's that place of gaining that vantage point, right? That V-A-N-T-A-G-E, right? That vantage point so you can get the advantage, the A-D in front of that. That's right. Advantage. Because when you have a vantage point, when you have a superior position, you can dominate the air, you can win the war. Even though we have to have ground troops to finish it up, but I'm telling you, if you can dominate the air, you can win the war. That's why even during uh, um, the wars, like the war that I was in inside of the Gulf War in, in the back in 90, we gained authority and we became a supreme in the air where we took over the air. And that's why the ground war went so quick because we have superior authority in the air. Now, spiritually speaking, the Bible says that Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father, mm -hmm. high above mm -hmm. a vantage point. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. A vantage point. <laughs> if you get the vantage point, you can have advantage over anything. <laughs> My God. Okay, let's go to Ephesians chapter 2. Ephesians chapter 2, we're going to read verses uh, 4 through 10. So in Ephesians chapter 2, <coughs> verses 4 through 10. Okay. But God, who was rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened our, uh, us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved, and hath raised us up together, and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ. 
In verse 6 again, read that again. And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. For by grace ye are ye, ye are saved. For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Thank you. So again, we're talking about that vantage point, right? The Bible says that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Mm -hmm. Those other scriptures say that we are seated with Christ in heavenly places above all principalities, powers, rulers of darkness, wickedness in high places. We are superior. We have a we have a superior position. Yes, yes. Now, some may say, well, no, but we're here in the earth. We are walking in the earth, which is true. But before Jesus took up that position, that vantage point in heaven, when he was here on earth, he told them, I'm going to send you another comforter that he shall be in you. And he will take off mine and show it unto you. And it also said that he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever he heareth. And he will in a sense, reveal it to you. He said he will lead and guide you into all truth. Yes. So you have to understand, even though we are here on the earth, walking in the flesh, we have a supreme being, God the Father, the Son, that is setting out the right hand in a great vantage point that they can see and they know everything that's going on. And there is a communication down huh, what I'm hearing from headquarters <laughs> down into the earth to the Holy Spirit that lives inside of us that will direct us and lead and guide us, oh God. My God, my God. For he will not allow us. And listen, we don't fall into sin. The Holy Spirit will not allow us to fall into things. But it's important that we surrender and submit ourselves to him and to the leading of his spirit. He said, uh, 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 for us to walk in the spirit and we should not fulfill the lust of the flesh. Yes. The lust of the flesh is any, anything that is contrary to the word of God, not necessarily mean like a lot of times when people hear flesh, walking in the flesh, they think of a sexual nature, but it's the flesh when we do things that's not pleasing to God, that's not in line with God, the flesh. That's walking in the flesh or uh, fulfilling the lust of the flesh. That's why it's so important that we walk in the spirit. Now there in verse six, it says that he hath risen us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places. Now, again, it goes back to that word vantage point. Vantage point is a place, especially a high place. That, that provides a good, 
clear view of an area. Mm -hmm. Now we must understand this. Mm -hmm. We are three parts. We're body, we're soul, and we're spirit. We're spirit. Mm -hmm. We are a spirit. We live in this body and we possess a soul, our mind and our will and our emotions. What God began to show news is, right? Our body and our soulish realm enable us to operate inside of the earth as a spirit. Because, get this, God worketh in us because his spirit lives in us. We need a body and a soul, a mind, a will, and emotion to function in the earth realm. That's why the enemy wants to influence and possess people so he can try to operate his will in the earth. He needs what? A body. Mm -hmm. We see it all the way um, back when, when Christ cast out the demon and, and, and um, they, they wanted to go into the pigs because they wanted a body to grab hold of because they can't just operate. They can't just operate just like that. They need someone. Now, again, they can try to influence and there's spiritual things going on, but it goes back to people acting out not in the character of God. The enemy can come and talk. They may not necessarily be, quote, unquote, in possess. The enemy had grab hold and living, but he's influencing. The enemy has a voice. The enemy has a voice. And that's when it goes back to that soulish realm, our mind and our will and emotion. That's why the Bible tells us to what? Renew our minds. In, in a word, to um, allow our minds to be transformed in the word. That's why it's so important that the Bible said, cast down vain thoughts and imagination, cast them down, pull them down, pull them down, right? Because the enemy will speak things into our minds to try to control us like a puppet to carry out his will in the earth. Now, the thing is, it is vital that we do not allow the body and the soulish realm to override what the spirit is saying. Mm -hmm. It's very important. It's very important. So let's go to the book of John. Mm. John chapter 16, verses 12 through 15. John chapter 16, verses 12 through 15. But while um, you're turning there, right, let's look, I want to say this part here again. It's important that we do not allow our body, our soulish realm, our mind, our will, and our emotions to get us in a place that we don't allow the spirit of God to have his way in us because it's very easy when we begin to look at things we begin to see people we begin to look at things we begin to look at this look at that we're trying to figure it out how can i maneuver this way so i can get this accomplished 
The Bible says, acknowledge me in all of your ways. Mm -hmm. And he will establish your direction, your steps. Acknowledge him, or he uh, will establish your path, it says. All right. Uh, uh, um, acknowledge him, he shall direct you. Stop trying to figure everything out here. Get in the spirit, get in prayer, mm -hmm. and hear what the Holy Spirit is speaking. Because the Holy Spirit that lives in us have a direct connection. He's mm -hmm. our connection mm -hmm. to um, the vantage point. <laughs> because Jesus said, he, the Holy Spirit, will only speak that which he heareth. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay, John chapter 16, verse 12 through 15. This is Jesus speaking. It says, I have yet many things to say unto you, but ye cannot bear them now. How be it when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. He will, and he shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine, and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you. Mm -hmm. The battle is such right here in our minds. Mm -hmm. That's the battleground right there. That is the place that the enemy wages war in our minds. Mm -hmm. hmm. Whomever rules the air can win a war. So if we are receiving through the Holy Spirit what is being released from heaven, that's but released from heaven in our spirit, you know, that comes up through our thoughts and we do what the spirit of God is saying. That's why the enemy attacks your thoughts so bad. The enemy attacks your thoughts to try to get you to change course and listen to his voice instead of listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit. It's mm -hmm. vital. Yes, it is. We are spirit. But we live in this body. We live in this, this earth suit known as the body. All right. This is where the war goes on. And in our soulish realm, in our thoughts, in our mind. Because the enemy, because if he can control my mind, he can control my will, my, my will to fight, my will to do it right. If he can, 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 can control my mind, he can control my will. If he can control my mind, Right? He can control my mouth. There is a fight. There is a fight. 
but we have already been equipped to win. As that song we were saying um, was playing early, it's a fixed fight and we already won. But the thing is, right, even though you already won, we have to walk it out. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to Proverbs chapter three. And, you know, even even in that song, even though that definitely that, you know, mm. I, uh, that song is very encouraging and it does say we've already won but it's is it's more that it's christ that has already won and if it's if we align if we abide if we 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 are in agreement with him then we've already won so um even in the midst of you know singing if you don't believe the concepts of why you're saying you've already won. It don't make a difference. <laughs> it makes no difference. If you don't believe the word, if you're not going to, he telling you something, you know, um, even as he was um, speaking about vantage point and those that, you know, um, in the air, and if they have a vantage point because they can see everything. And, you know, you think about like if, if, if um, a helicopter is trying to search for someone you know, and they're up there and they, they, they can see there's, there's individuals on ground looking, but they can see high above and they can um, detect what those that are even might be in the vicinity cannot see. Well, that's, that's how the Lord, he can see, but we have to keep communication mm-hmm. because if that helicopter and those that are on ground if they there's no communication, then it doesn't make a difference. What what the helicopter is seeing, if he can't say to those that are ground, and then those that are on ground don't do what what the person that can see higher, and so we have to stay in communication with the heavenly Father because he does. The Lord has a vantage point, but then we see in the Word it says that we're seated right there with them. But the thing is, if there were a ladder, a lot of times we just walk on down that ladder and we get back on this right here, this low level, this, this, just whatever I see, you know, whatever, whatever I can touch, then that's what I'm going to focus on. And, and, you know, and that's only what I'm going to focus on. You know, not saying you, you just walk around, la, 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 la. You know, oh Lord, I love all all the time. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know, we we have we have to function in this world, but still, there is a spiritual place that the Lord desires us to live out of. And for some people, when you are at that place, it's it's very peculiar. It's very strange to people because they don't they don't you know. They sometimes don't get it, but that's okay. You walking in the spirit, you being led of the Holy Spirit saying, okay, well, yeah, uh, I'll think about that. Or I, well, more, 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 more than that. I'm going to pray about that. I'm going to see what the Lord says about that. You having that communication with someone that's seeing above all, that's where you want to be. That's where I want to be. And that's where you want to stay. 
you know what she said about the helicopter that's so good now i want you to get this right and she was talking about when someone may be in, in the woods they may be lost they may be injured in the woods they, uh, or whatever it may be the helicopter is so high it can see beyond all of these bushes and trees and all of this undergrowth it can see on the other side of what a person here that may be searching for them they look that direction but they can't see beyond that but if they don't listen to the communication that is coming from above from that vantage point right they can miss it they can miss because of their viewpoint which we talked about our first point was our was on the vantage point the second point you know when i was talking about their um the um opposing views or the opposing point of views right mm -hmm. the first point the uh, first viewpoint was was on the um vantage point the second and last point i want want to talk about is my viewpoint my viewpoint now we have the now uh, we have the uh, vantage point, and now I have my viewpoint. So as she was talking about, like the helicopter, I'm someone on the ground looking, and and I'm part of the rescue team that went out to find someone. Now from my viewpoint, I see trees. There's no way nobody could have got through that, but I don't know on the other side. There's an opening. Because from my viewpoint, I just see a bunch of brush. Nobody can get in that. So I want to keep going this way. But someone with a vantage point can see on the other side of the thing that I can't see. My viewpoint, which is the second point. Those are the opposing views, the vantage point and my viewpoint. Now, let's go to Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. Very popular scripture. I mean, many people know it by heart. Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7. So in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 through 7, it reads, Trust in the Lord. With all thy heart, lean not into thy own understanding. Again, the mind, the way I understand something, I can see something, and it's my understanding. The Bible says, lean not into that understanding. Mm -hmm. Verse 6, it says, in all thy ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Again, here, here, here I am. I'm here on the ground and I can see my 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 own viewpoint is very limited because I'm on the ground. My viewpoint, the things I can see, things before me is very limited. Mm -hmm. I can only see beyond one obstacle. If it's a bunch of trees, I can only see right there to that tree. If there's a wall, I can only see right there to that wall. Mm -hmm. But someone with a vantage point can see everything that's going on in can see areas that I cannot see. 
let's take it outside what I just saw. If I go in my backyard, I have a limited viewpoint because of my fence in my yard. But if someone was up in the tree in my yard, they can see on the other side of the fence to see what's going on on the other side. Now you take it, as she has said, and Pastor Erica said about a helicopter. You, you um, get a point of view from the helicopter. The helicopter can see what's behind this fence, that yard, that fence. They can see the whole area to see what's going on, to see if there is an enemy coming your way to harm you. They have a vantage point and they can tell you and then you need to begin to move and operate beyond your viewpoint. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, let me give you the definition of a viewpoint. Oh, my God, my God. Definition of a viewpoint. A viewpoint is a particular attitude or way of considering a matter. Let me say it again. My viewpoint, a viewpoint, is a particular attitude or, or way of considering a matter. Because, see, when we begin to consider things, when we begin to analyze things, when we begin to think about things, hmm, what's the best way for me to remove that wall? Uh, mm-hmm. What I just saw. When I was on a renovation inside my house, if I just go start drilling holes in the wall, I may hit an electrical wire. I could get electrocuted. I could drill through some wire, and if I don't get electrocuted, it could cut that wire and shut power off in my house. It could create a spark and create a fire. But they have this little device where it can find studs in the wall, but it also can find wires. And it will scan across the wall, and it will beep to let you know, hey, there's a stud here. You can drill here. Or, hey, there's a wire here. Hey, there's some metal here. Don't You need to move over. Now, that's what I just saw. But do you understand uh, um, uh, when we begin to consider natural things, from our viewpoint, you know how important it is to rely on the vantage point where the Holy Ghost got connection with the vantage point where they can he can see and know and communicate and tell us what he heareth. Right, that he can lead and guide us. Mm -hmm. With our natural eyes, but we are hearing what he's saying, and we are moving beyond what we see with our natural eyes. It comes to the trust factor, to uh, uh, mm -hmm. um, um, believing God at what he said. Well, God, it looks like if I do this, I'm going to fail. I, I don't think this is a good move for me. Uh, watch this. I don't, I don't, I don't think this job is a good. Or sometimes some people may say, oh, this job is perfect for me. 
and they looking at it from the vantage point. I mean, they are looking at it from their viewpoint. It looks like a good opportunity. But, but from the vantage point, the Holy Ghost said, yeah, it looks like a good opportunity, but six months, that job is going to shut down and go out of business. Right? So, so, so from our viewpoint, it looks good. <laughs> My mother used to tell me, everything that shines is not gold. And so the thing is, it goes back to that place. We can't, we, we cannot make decisions based off on our natural viewpoint. We have to connect with the Holy Ghost, with the vanish point, the one that knows all things. Yes. And the Holy Spirit will hear. And he will reveal it, reveal it unto us and give us direction. The Bible said what? Lean not into your own understanding. Lean not into your own natural viewpoint. But in all your ways, acknowledge me, and I shall direct you from the vantage point. Amen. Oh, my God, my God, my God. This is good. I'm saying it, but this is a Holy Ghost. It's so true. <laughs> I want y'all to know, I, let me just say this. I don't sit here and just put stuff together. Oh, this sounds good. No, I'm not. When God gives me things, it's not from my point of view, right? It's from the vantage point. It's what the Holy Ghost hears and he speaks to me, right? And I may type it or just in that moment, he, I hear him speak it and I speak what I'm hearing, right? So, so. Oh, my God. That's why it's so important to rely on the, lean, the leading of the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. My God. All right. Let's go back to Colossians, but we're going to read uh, three verses instead of the one. Well, so instead of, well, we're going to read three verses. Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. So in Colossians 3, verses 1 through 3. It says, If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. That's right. So again, it goes back to that place. Set your affections on things above and not on this earth. Set your affections on, on the vantage point in hearing from the vantage point mm -hmm. and not on earth with your viewpoint. So as we are getting ready to wrap this part up, but it's important that each one of us, myself, all of us, mm -hmm. right? We have to decide what viewpoint is going 
or uh, uh, what point of view is going to be uh, um, the primary point in our lives? Is it going to be the vantage point is going to be, is a vantage point going to become my point of view? Mm -hmm. Or am I just going to rely on my natural point of view? So, so as we go forth, right? See, there is this vantage point. This is the reality of God's word and what the Holy Spirit is speaking. We have allowed the spiritual vantage point to become my point of view. Mm -hmm. So I'm no longer operating in my natural point of view, even though I'm a natural human and I have flesh and I have um, a body, I, I have a soul, I have a mind and I will and emotions, and I have a natural viewpoint. But when we allow the word of God to be our reality, that um, the vantage point becomes our point of view. So no matter what my natural eye see, I'm seeing with a vantage point. That right there is so, so, so important mm -hmm. that the word of God <coughs> has to become, the word of God, the vantage point has to become our point of view. All right. My God, my God, my God. I hope that helps somebody. Help me. <laughs> Woo, my God. So keep communication open. Yes. Very open. Because although we know that the the Father sees all things, but to, to understand and to comprehend that if we rely on him to speak to us, and that right and speak to the Holy Spirit. And then that um, then we'll know, um, you know, what to do or where to go and all these different things. I mean, there's times that um, I might be out and then I, I, I within, I guess within myself, but it's within, you know, the Holy Spirit speaking, like, you know, speak to this person and not just hello, but, you know, to say, hey, do you have a prayer request? And that's not, that's not me just saying, okay, well, let me just go ask him. But the Holy Spirit, <laughs> that was the Holy Spirit. Go ahead and ask him, do they have a prayer request? You know, um, going beyond just hello. And a lot of times nowadays with the mask, no one is speaking to anybody. But the Heavenly Father still speaking. The Heavenly Father still has need of us in the earth and to reach out and to minister to people and to lead them to Christ and to um, pray for them. The heavenly father still has need of us to do that. But are we, are we listening? Because see, even, even how it was spoken, like let's, because see, let's look at it like this also that with that helicopter that can seize, like maybe right there was an accident. Someone is lost, you know, lost. <laughs> Someone is injured, injured. There are individuals on this earth that we see all the time that are injured, that are wounded, that are, are feeling hopeless, feeling helpless, that are, 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 are in all types of situations of hurt and pain. 
But if we look with our viewpoint, we'll just keep, we'll just walk on by them. There are people that are having suicidal thoughts, mm -hmm. wanting to kill themselves or having, you know, the enemy is just racking their brains. There's believers and unbelievers that are feeling just all types of ways. But if we just look with this viewpoint, instead of from his vantage point, then we'll just pass him right on by. We'll just keep on doing what we do, doing what we do. And the communication, the helicopter was saying, hey, 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 over there, right, right, right over there, that right there, that's where that wounded person, that's where that person that's hurt, that person that I need you to reach out to. But if you don't aren't listening from the vantage point, yes, then you will you what do you say? You just see the trees. Mm. You don't see in the spirit that there are people that are in need of him and you are supposed to be his mouthpiece to share. Yes. Just as it um he uh, he was speaking about, you know, with 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 the the enemy and and about looking for a body. Well, well Christ Jesus is looking for a body. <laughs> He's looking for us, his people, his temples, his sanctuary. Well, we, 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 you know, we, where are we? What are we doing? Mm -hmm. we, we, the vantage point is for so many different reasons that we want to be seated with him. And so, you know, it's something like when right, a rescue team is going out, when that one that's up in the air, and the one on the on on the ground, they are one together. Because if that one up in the air is speaking where you need to, what you need to do, and where you need to go, and if that one on the the ground listens, they are one. We are seated together in heavenly places. If it's only good. if it's good. only if mm -hmm. we listen and mm -hmm. we be obedient, and that we 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 communicate, and that. When the Heavenly Father communicates back to us, no, I don't want you to do that. Yes, you go do that. Um, no, don't do that. Mm -hmm. Are you going to listen? Or are you going to say, mm no, um, I heard what you yes. said, but um, no, sir. What are you going to do mm -hmm. when he speaks? What are you going to do? Are you going to be ruled by, well, you know, I, I'm going to do it my way. Mm -hmm. Are you going to do it? how he said it yes. and then trust him it is about trust mm -hmm. what are we doing mm -hmm. because the father has a better way for all of us mm -hmm. he says seek ye first mm -hmm. you know it says in all thy ways acknowledge him he he, he wants relationship with all of us we can easily, I mean, there's plenty of people that are doing it their own way. And you know what? And for some, it looks like, well, they're succeeding in doing it that way. But even in that, there are scriptures that we see. It says, you know, about a man gaining the whole world and losing his soul. So, yeah, you'll see some success. You'll see success on both ways. You'll see success, people that are fully sold out to the Lord and People that are not, but you, you don't want to just be looking and well, but look how he do it. Look how she do it. 
you want to do it how God do it. <laughs> you want to do it how the heavenly father is saying mm -hmm. for you to do it. Mm -hmm. Because eternity is for real. That's right. That's right. Mm. It's for real. This right here, this this time on this earth, is is what it say. Just a vapor, a blade of grass. <sighs> So I encourage all of you, just as I'm encouraging Erica Royce Sampson to do right and live right and to love right. Mm -hmm. So I want to I want to be up here with him. I want to consult him. And uh, yes. knowing that he's going to lead me and guide me in all truth. So, Lord God, right now, we thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and for your faithfulness, oh God. Mm -hmm. Lord God, uh, uh, um, already, oh God, you are touching and you are moving and, and, and your spirit is operating in us, oh God. And you are, I'm here, um, adjusting, aligning, aligning, aligning our sights. So God, we thank you, Lord God, for everything that you are doing, oh God. Yes, God, I thank you, Lord God, the things already that you have already revealed to some that are listening right now, even in their thinking process, oh God, that there has, has been a divine shift, that there has been this divine shift in them, oh God. And God, we thank you, Lord God, everything that you are doing in our lives right now. Mm -hmm. And we bless your name, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. and amen.